Welcome to the Rhodes Trust Roads Ahead series, bringing you thought leadership from the Rhodes community around the world. In this set of podcasts, recorded during the inaugural Schwarzman Rhodes Symposium at Rhodes House, Oxford in October 2018, our contributors reflect on public leadership in the 21st century, in particular the challenges of ethical leadership, cultural understanding, and communication in today's fast-moving interconnected world. We hear now from Namin Varawala, Senior Vice President and Head of Clinical Development at BTG International. My name is Namin Varawala, and I have the distinction of being Somerville College's last Rhodes Research Fellow. That was not because of any misdemeanor, but because once Somerville made the historic decision to admit men, it lost its privilege of having a Rhodes Research Fellow. So I was incredibly lucky to be Somerville's last Rhodes Research Fellow and used the time to complete a DPhil under the supervision of Sir David Weatherall at what is today the Weatherall Institute of Medicine and which what was then the Institute of Molecular Medicine. My thesis was on the molecular genetics of beta thalassemia and how that could be applied in the prevention of this disease in Asian Indians. Since then, I've had a career in clinical medicine in my field of obstetrics and gynecology and made the transition to the business of medicine and have been very involved with clinical development. I've set up a number of global clinical trial businesses, conducting clinical trials in emerging countries, in particular India. Today, I head clinical development for an organization called BTG International, We are a listed medical device and specialty pharmaceutical business. I have the very exciting role of overseeing the clinical development of a bunch of our innovative therapies, particularly in the area of oncology. We have a number of cancer therapies that are delivered to point of care, which is within the local tumor through image guidance. One of my great passions and challenges has been building businesses, conducting clinical trials in emerging countries. I did the first part of my medical training in India, and through my career encountered the difficulty of recruiting patients for the timely completion of clinical trials. Hence, it made sense to take clinical trials to parts of the world where there are patients and unmet medical need. And given my deep relationships with the Indian medical and healthcare delivery community to take these trials to India. The benefits would be faster, effective conduct of clinical trials so that new innovative medicines could get to patients around the world who needed them badly, as well as by reducing timelines, take away some of the resource intensiveness that is associated with clinical development with the aspiration that some of that could be translated into drug pricing with more cost-effective healthcare. However, this idea proved to be very challenging to actually implement. The reason being that the many players in the ecosystem, be they the world's leading pharmaceutical companies, predominantly U.S. headquartered with a particular way of doing things, Regulatory authorities, both the U.S. regulatory body, the FDA, who would be consumers of the data that came out of India, the Indian regulatory authority who had to oversee the conduct of clinical trials in India, 
patient organizations, other clinical trial organizations, physician groups. So there were a number of groups within the ecosystem who all had to buy in to make this very compelling idea real. And that did not happen. Partly it was because within the ecosystem there was a deficiency of leadership There was a lack of individuals and organizations who were able to make decisions against a very thorny backdrop and do what would have been right for patient care for delivery of new medicines. I tried very hard in that environment to be an evangelist, to be a lobbyist, as well as be an educator. However, my ability to deliver success was limited because I was considered to be conflicted in that also I was an entrepreneur and a business leader. The ability to be able to wear multiple hats and be an effective leader wearing multiple hats in a varied ecosystem is one of the lessons that I have learned from that experience and indeed continue to reflect on. Five, six years on from that time, I find myself in a situation that represents the next stage in this journey. I believe we're at the dawn of the age of precision medicine. The reason I say this is because three powerful things are coming together. The proliferation of omics data, the empowerment of the individual patient, as well as the explosion of big data solutions that are ready for our implementation of this very difficult field. So the data that we've got from mapping the human genome, that is genetic data. Linked to that, we have protein data as we've mapped the many, many proteins that act in human biology. Those form what we call biomarkers. And then there are metabolites that are produced through various complex body processes. And the mapping of the compounds or the molecules that come from these three streams are collectively called omics. In order for this promise to be delivered for the greater good of humankind, there is need for wise and effective leadership within the ecosystem of the multiple stakeholders in this space. It's essentially about the recognition that there's a sweet spot where what is good for the patient in terms of healthcare delivery, what is robust science that will withstand the passage of time, as well as what delivers investor and shareholder return, all fit together in that sweet spot. Hence, effective leadership needs to have the wisdom and knowledge to recognize that, as well as the integrity and persuasiveness and communication skills to take the ecosystem towards that sweet spot. And finally, the courage to make decisions, to take mitigated risks so as to deliver the benefits for all users of healthcare, which is essentially all of humanity. Given the conversations I've had with both my colleagues and younger members who are participating in the space, many of whom belong to the Rhodes and Schwarzman communities, I remain optimistic that we will be able to deliver on this. We live in very complex times, and complexity will increase. Hence, there is a requirement for intelligence to deal and understand with that complexity. 
However, we also live in times where there is an empowered individual. Hence, unless we take the world of empowered individuals along this complex journey, leadership will fail. So the skill of the leader needs the intelligence to understand the complexity, the vision, the charisma, the empathy to take individuals on this complex journey. And finally, the courage to make the difficult decisions that are necessary in the face of complexity as well as the empowered individual. That was Namin Varawala, Senior Vice President and Head of Clinical Development at BTG International. You have been listening to the Roads Ahead series on public leadership. We do hope you can join us for our next podcast. Thank you.